This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello there, folks, and thank you for listening to the show. I'm Joanna. I'm Nate, and we are Stranger Than a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. As always, the Stranger Than podcast logo art is brought to you by Cthulhu Art. The link is in the show notes. What do we got going on today, Joanna? Well, you know, I'm pretty fucking tired. I'm always tired. But so. excessively so this time? Excessively so. A lot of, a lot of traveling going on and yeah. all that. So, uh... I guess you could say I'm suffering from the effects of sleep deprivation. I'd say that uh, I'm also suffering the effects of sleep deprivation. I'd wager to say I suffer from them more than you do. It's just because you like to suffer. That's probably a little bit true. (laughs) (laughs) Today, what we'll be talking about is the Russian sleep experiment. Where some people were allegedly submitted to some extreme sleep deprivation that had some extremely fucked up outcomes yes and we'll also talk a bit about sleep deprivation itself and what it does to the brain and other kinds of fun stuff that wasn't just banter at the beginning it was a brilliant segue into this show's storyline but we are both fucking tired so yes that is that is actually true well how about you start out the story for us joanna you want me to start out the story that's right oh my god all right well In the 1940s, it is said that some experiments were conducted in Russia. There are five test subjects who were all considered enemies of the state. Yeah, they were in they were incarcerated for war crimes and enemies of the state. Now, I'm feeling like in 1940s Russia, um, that could mean like a variety of things. Oh, yeah. Probably not even all that anything that we would consider to be like awful. So I mean, maybe, it? but... Stalin just tossed her ass in a gulag someplace. Right, for probably, like, being like, oh, I hate that guy's, like, mustache. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> Although, depending upon what guy's mustache, that may have been okay. Right, but, I mean, if you were, like, talking about, like, Stalin. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was he clean shaven. I thought he had, like, a little mustache. Oh, no, he had a big mustache. Oh yeah, that's okay, that was the yeah. big that was the big like the Tom Selleck mustache. He okay, had. I was suddenly feeling like did I fuck up and think of someone else? But no, no. When you said clean shaven, I'm like maybe it was a little one, and I'm just thinking a big one, and I'm thinking of some other fucking dictator <laughs> with well, a big well, mustache. Well, during that time, the little mustache meant. <laughs> well, I mean that was like the little cube one, but you know the the then he also had like the little like wispy like curve up. Yeah, no, Stalin had, like, a Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah, major, major yeah. Tom Selleck. Okay, so that was the guy that I was picturing in my head. Yeah, yeah. God, why you could be a fucking dick and, like, throw me off and shit, make me it's what I do. second-guess myself and shit. It's what I do. So, anyway, government researchers decided, like, oh, hey, let's, um like, take some of these, like, political fucking enemies of the state 
and like do some fucked up shit to them with the promise of getting them released. Like, oh, we'll let you out. And, mm-hmm. and it was probably better than the gulag anyway. Right. I mean, probably it, it totally like sucked ass to be there in the first place. So They're like, well, you know, it's still shitty, but we get more food here. So, right. I mean, well, they agreed to stay awake for 30 days while they did this experiment, but like the room that they were sealed in while the experiment was going on actually, yeah, had like a flushing toilet and water and food for 30 days for all of them. So it wasn't like, you know, they had to like fight to the death for food or something. Yeah, it wasn't Thunderdome. No, it was not. They had books. They had books. They had stuff to read. Yep. And what they were going to be doing was to be giving them an experimental stimulant, uh, a gas stimulant. Doesn't sound foreboding at all. Right. It's like, I don't know what the word you would use to describe. It's like, you know, like meth in an aerosol or something. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Meth gas. I don't know how, how you would, how you would quite. But th- I mean, that feels like kind of, that's the gist of it. It was yeah, like, it was, it was like meth gas. It was meant to keep you up. If you, too much of it would kill you. Right. So they had to maintain a very precise level of this poison fucking gas in the, in their environment. Right. So. They monitored the oxygen levels to make sure that they weren't going to fucking die. And also that they were, like, still alive. Yeah, The oxygen oxygen usage and the oxygen levels. Because there wasn't any CCTV back then. No. So they did have a, like, a one-way mirror thing where they could see them through little portholes. And then also they had microphones set up to record what was going on. And the porthole had a five-inch thick glass, or 12.7 centimeters, so you ain't... I mean, like, you wouldn't get a whole lot of good visibility through all that. I mean, I'm thinking it's Russia. It's probably dirty and cracked a little bit. Well, it definitely gets dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that part for a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, they were just... Uh, had them locked and sealed, just a microphone, little holes, little window holes to look through and they began their fucking fucked up meth gas experiment. So they're pumping the gas into the place for four days. It's good. Yep. Everything's fine. They're eating. They're talking to one another. Conversations start to go a little bit on the dark side, but they're, it started to get a bit heavy with the conversations going on. This is like, and I mean, I'm feeling like this is typical of any like drug binge Oh, yeah. You're, like, having fun, and uh, it's all good, and then you just start talking about some fucking heavy shit. Especially when you would awake for fucking four days. Right, right. And then you're just like, and then you just start delving into, like, the dark shit and making all these, like, admissions about yourself. Right, right. Sleep depth in of itself is a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fifth day is when things start to go a little bit weird. Because... They stop eating, for one. Mm-hmm. And they also start whispering to the microphones, each by themselves. Like, right. just... Yeah, this is the point where they all kind of, like, scatter. Instead of having these heavy, deep conversations, suddenly they, like, kind of start ignoring it. They turn their backs on each other, and they're just, like, whispering, like, fucking fucked up shit. Basically telling on, telling on what they just heard from the other people into the microphones, trying mm-hmm. to make, like, separate deals to get out of this shit. Like he said he really did hate his mustache. <laughs> right. <laughs> I heard him. He said it. He told me. Yeah. 
So a lot of paranoia they're showing at this point. Mm-hmm. As one might expect when you're in basically like a state of psychosis. Yeah, you're the up, drug up for five days psychosis. at this yeah. point. Well, things are getting, I mean, this whispering continues for another several days until until day nine. And that's when one of the prisoners starts running back and forth in their place, screaming, screaming. Yeah. at the top of his lungs. They believe he tore his vocal cords. Because after three hours, he stopped screaming, but would every now and then emit a little bit of a squeak, still scampering back and forth like a damn fool. The other prisoners, completely ignoring it. They're right. still whispering into their own separate microphones. And then, of course, not only did they ignore it, but then they proceeded to start tearing pages out of books, shitting on the pages, and then sticking <laughs> the shit paper over the little window things. And this happened after the second one started screaming. Right. Okay. And yeah. And it was the remaining three. three yeah. Right. Yeah. There was the remaining three started like post doing the, like the shit post-it notes. Yep. So that, well, you know, I mean, if you don't have any in. fucking post-it notes, they didn't give them any glue. So hell, <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that at the office. There you like, go. I'm just gonna start shitting on paper and, and like, like leaving it. Like, okay, we'll do and it, like, Joanna. I'm just sorry. don't leave any more I, fucking I notes. I didn't have any post-its on me. Sorry, yeah. because you guys take it all and then you don't tell me to order more. And so I'm just using until my shit. You get fucking mad about the fact that there are no post-its. So here, I just a bucket of so, my shit. You can go. You know, and... here. Why don't you just use this in the meantime, and I'll get right on ordering more fucking post-its. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as soon as they plastered up all of the portholes, the screaming stopped and the whispering stopped. It and was then there was just nothing. It was unnaturally, almost researchers thought impossibly quiet for there being five people in there. Yeah, it's like, aren't you even making like bodily noises? Coughing. Coughing, chewing, shitting. <laughs> Not quite yet. <laughs> They used all well, that they, up to plaster the portholes. I was going to say, I mean, they obviously were at that point. They, like, shit on paper and stuck it to the to the windows. But, yeah, I mean, you'd think you would hear fucking something. The only way that they even believed that these people were still alive was the amount of oxygen being consumed. And it supposedly was an amount that people would actually consume if they were under... Um, they're, if they were physically exerting themselves, like, quite a lot. So it was, like, a lot of, you know, if you were breathing very heavily because, you know, you were working You are running, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's not a fucking sound. But there's no sound, yeah. like, at all to explain that. Day, day 14, 14. Yeah, day 14. They get over the intercom that's in there, and they're like, all right, guys. This is the deal. The shit's fucked up in there. We got to check our stuff. If you lay on the ground, face down... Let us come in there and check the microphones. We will let you. We'll we'll let you go. You'll be you'll be free. And that's when one calm, clear voice said, "We don't want to be free. We no longer desire freedom. What was it exactly? We, we no longer want to be free. Yeah, we no longer want to be free. Gross." So this creeps everyone out. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> and so at day 15 at midnight, they flush the gas from the area to check the shit out. As the <laughs> fresh air comes into this chamber and all the gas is leaving, these prisoners start wigging out. Totally losing their shit. 
more so than when they're doing the plastering. They want the gas back. <laughs> they are not. They're, they're begging for the gas to be turned back on. Yeah, it's like, turn it back on, turn it the fuck back on, but way more escalated than how I just said it. And what these soldiers and researchers found when they came in was about four inches of water on the ground. It was There was water there. It was also red, like blood. Because they stuffed chunks of their flesh. own flesh into the drains um there were four still alive right and like one was like dead one was dead uh it was found they had only eaten five days worth of rations so they only ate for those first five days and then stopped it appeared that all of their or at least most of the wounds were self-inflicted they were each missing bits of flesh and muscle that had been torn off of their bodies. Like with their own hands because their fingers were also like missing uh, flesh like down to the bone. And uh, they had pulled out some of their ribs and they had torn out some of their abdominal organs and sort of spread them out around the ground like they were like playing solitaire or something. Yeah. Except they were still attached to them. They were still attached, yeah, but, but they were like yeah. sort of arrayed out in front of them. Just like, oh, I've made a little blanket of my internal organs. Like, look what I made, mommy. Oh my god! Like this is like when I was first reading this, it's like I literally wanted to fucking puke. <laughs> yeah, like hearing it. Like, yeah. Few things have that effect on me, but <laughs> but this was definitely one of them. This was definitely one of them because also they said that they were eating themselves, like all this flesh that they're ripping apart. I mean, some of it ended up in the sink, and I think it was like maybe the dead guy's flesh that was in the sink, but they didn't specify whose flesh right. was where. But yeah, they were. Uh... But yeah, there was flesh in the sink, but they were also eating it. They were eating like their own flesh. Like, oh, like I'll just tear giant chunks out of my fucking body and eat it and then like rip open my fucking guts and shit like that like it was like something out of dead alive have you seen yeah, that one i haven't seen that one that's a pretty good one that's i think peter jackson's first movie wait is this like an older one yeah is it like the evil dead no that's okay, sam so raimi it's not okay so it's not one different of different ones. thing no it's a it's an australian zombie movie i don't think i've seen that one. oh it's good it's gory as fuck yeah I believe he gets into a fight with a zombie and he's got a chain or no, not a chainsaw, but a lawnmower, like a push lawnmower. And oh, so he kind of just picks it up and jams it into him. It's good. It's good. Very, very bloody. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems that way. Yeah. Well, despite the fact that these guys had their guts all spread out on the ground in front of them, uh, they still fought pretty fiercely when they had, were attempted to like be brought to the hospital. And one of them fought so hard they actually died. So that leaves three left alive right and then they kill a couple of the guards yeah they managed to kill a couple of the guards so one guard died because he had his throat ripped out and then the other one uh, allegedly like bit his like testicles off and severed an artery like probably his femoral artery yeah in doing so out. and he bled out like ouch yeah what a way to go and then apparently Five guards also fucking killed themselves that were also present after what they saw. Vicious, vicious shit. Well, they get these guys to the hospital and they... So we have three left now. We're three down to left. three. Taken to the hospital. Surgeons are putting them back together, but 
they can't get the anesthetics to work. Apparently, yeah. this gas has got them too hopped up for even anything like, to do anything. Even like three times the amount that you would give. Just nothing. So they had to put them back together while they were still conscious. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sort of seemed to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like one of them would make kind of like lewd looks at one of the nurses, like look her in the eye and yeah, and give her one of those fucking like six smiles, like yeah. the, the, the how you doing smile without the words. Yeah, yeah, because I think that was the one one of the ones that screamed until he couldn't talk. Right, the one who had like fucking like destroyed his vocal cords by yeah. screaming. So one of them indicates it seems to like the surgeon that he needs to communicate something badly. The one who fucked up his vocal cords. And he can't speak, so... He gives him a pen and paper. And on the pen and paper, he writes, Keep cutting. Into the whole, uh... Masochism thing a bit there. Yeah. It's like, no, no, don't stop. <laughs> Keep going. Well, he managed to get them all put back together. And the prisoners start freaking out about the gas again. Always struggling against the restraints... And wanting this gas, like, in a major fucking way. And I guess when asked, they said, I have to stay awake. That was the reply when, when they asked any one of them, except for, the, I guess, the one who couldn't talk. But maybe right. he wrote it in his little notepad. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They decide that they don't really know what to do. So they're going to go and they're going to, they'll regas them. Yeah, it's like, okay, we'll just, I guess we're just going to have to, like, follow this one through. The prisoners kept fighting and fighting and fighting until they heard that was the plan. And they're like, oh, oh, fucking sweet. Oh, totally. we get the gas again? Great. Thank awesome. you. Thank, Thank you. you. They, they seem to be like, getting kind I'm of tired at this super point. super fucking stoked about that. The researchers and the soldiers take them back down there. And uh, the a commander, a military commander of some sort, decides that three of the researchers are going to have to stay in that with the prisoners. Because, you know, just to oversee things, to make sure the microphones don't, you know, go dead again and that sort of thing. I'm sure they were just like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a fucking great idea. Like, I wonder if the person who thought of it was going to be the one of the ones who stayed in there. I'm thinking not. No, it was the military commander. He's not going to do that. Right. So instead, one of the researchers shot him. Yeah, because that's how much they were just like, um, fuck this plan. Yeah, he shot (laughs) them and he shot one of the uh, prisoners. And uh, the other people fled. After the researcher shoots the commander, he turns the gun allegedly on one of the, the is it just two left at that point? Just two left at this just point, Just two yeah. left at that point, and he's just like, oh, what are you even? And the prisoner replies, have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. And then, at that point... Then he blasts him. Fucking the researcher was like, okay then, and blows him away. Blows the other one away, and... I don't know. Some say it was like, yeah, tried to just clean it up and, and cover up the whole story. Which is, of course, a fictional story. Yes. It was published on the Creepypasta website. Yes, it is. The same place where the Slender Man story was done. Mm-hmm. Although I think there's less of a Tulpa scenario 
regarding this one than Slender Man. Still a really good story. Definitely a good story. Yeah, it was the creepypasta, and I think it was like a thread on like like come up with like the best urban legend or something. So yeah, yeah, it's a good one because it's to a point it's completely believable. Like up until you come in and you find out that they've torn the guts out of themselves, I think it's pretty believable. Right, because it's just hard to imagine someone able being able to do that much damage to themselves, but and, and, before, and be alive <laughs> and. Also, um, well, the thing that always gets me is like that, that quote, like, yeah, that's terrifying, but that, that's a storybook quote. Yeah, no shit. That's the thing that like the bad guy says at the end, like to teach people's, the reader some sort of lesson. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think anybody who was actually in that state, like maybe their ability, like when they said that they, you know, keep cutting, you know, just these little one or two word phrases, like. You know, or I have to stay awake. Like I can, I can see somebody that fucked up saying uh, something simple like that. But oh, like what the fucking monologue that he like gives, like suddenly after he's been through surgery and has had his guts hanging out and sewn back in without anesthetic and been awake for 50 see that's what days. he thinks he sounds like. What he really sounds like is Bobcat Goldway. <laughs> <laughs> in his mind, that's what was happening. But yeah, actually, he's actually like, the fucking Tasmanian <laughs> devil. <laughs> Yeah. Because, you know, sleep depth is a real fucking thing. It is a real thing, for sure. And I would not put it past, well, any government, for that matter, to do some, like, fucked up experiments on, like, sleep deprivation. Oh, yeah. And all sorts of other awful things that you can inflict upon a human being. Oh, yeah. Well... You know, yeah. I I 100% buy that probably something was similar was done, but this particular story seems to have only stemmed from that creepypasta yeah yeah from like 2010 um and that's i mean there's no actual like files or there's a, a really horrid picture that's associated with that, but that's like somebody in like a Halloween costume and then you turn yeah, it into yeah. like a black and it's... white picture and it looks really fucked up and scary, but that's, yeah, no, that's not it. No, no. And it's... so there's no actual um, shred of evidence that this actually happened. No, it was, it's a complete, it's a completely fictional story yeah. written for a, a website that has a lot of mm-hmm. pretty good creepy stories in it. Yeah, is, I mean, I'm not saying it was, I mean, yeah, damn good story. Like a, I said, it made story. me want to fucking, like, puke my guts out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, like I said, the where it loses me is is when they come in and they find all the, the, the bits of their skin ripped off. Like, I can believe, especially growing up at the time we did, I mean, when we were children, it was still the Cold War. Right. I mean, I remember when the fucking Berlin Wall came down. Oh, yeah. I was like, what was that, like, 10 years old, I think? Yeah, was that 80, was Germany. Was though, that eighty nine? You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I still that's that was you know the whole mm-hmm. that was the beginning of the whole thing, and uh, so like we were raised to think, oh, those dirty Soviets, they would definitely do something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was always that air of mystery about the Soviet Union, especially during the Cold War. I mean, it wasn't very easy to get information in and out of there, especially as just a regular person. So could totally see him doing some fucked up experiment right after World, World War Two. But then, yeah, it gets to the point where it kind of gets to be... I mean, there's, like, the Outlaw Pass, but that has, like, actual, like, proven events. Yeah, yeah. You know, something where it's like, yeah, I I can believe that the Russian government is capable of having had a hand in this. Um, 
but there's some actual like basis for that. Because, yeah, there's no proof that this ever. I mean, like, like any of this. I mean, even here, it's like there's not even an exact. It's all. It always. It starts with in Russia in the late 1940s. Yeah, yeah. Like no. It's like ten year. James Bond films start <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. Sometime during this decade in Russia, a group of scientists that were working for the government. I'm sure we've all felt the effects of sleep deprivation. I don't even know Headaches, what not tired feels like. Irritability, general discomfort, uneasiness, lapses in memory. You can even actually have seizures from lack of sleep. Hmm. Symptoms of sleep deprivation can often look like ADHD or a psychosis. Total sleep deprivation is when a subject is kept awake for at least 24 hours, while partial sleep deprivation is what you and I experience and what many of us experience, and that's when you just don't get enough sleep over an extended period of time. You know, you're only getting the six hours or five hours a night. Right. And then also sometimes like 24 hours thrown in here and there. Wow. And let me tell you, when it's like that or you've only gotten maybe an hour or two in 24 hours... Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, I just feel like I've been hit with, like, a train. Like, you feel, like, physically ill. Oh, yeah. Like, your body just feels like it's underwater, and it's heavy, and it's sore, and it hurts. And, yeah. And those are all from the effects of what it does to your actual brain. Your prefrontal cortex, which deals in logical and practical reasoning, shows more activity if you're tired. So you're, it's like using more power mm -hmm. to, to do those parts. Uh, the temporal lobe is the part of the brain that p processes language. So during verbal learnings, you know, things like lectures or podcasts, uh, that area activates more depending upon how well-rested the person is. So it's more difficult to learn stuff or to recall stuff that people tell you the more tired you are. Yes, I've noticed that as a tired adult. Yes, yes. Like I can't <laughs> fucking think of like the right word like all the time and i will just literally forget ridiculous shit like all the time the parietal lobe is where the spatial sense and navigation takes place as well as sensory information from touch so your hot cold pain whatever that part of the brain shows more activity when tired again you're taking more power to run at the at the same shit you do it when you're less tired basically just poor choices and basically, things. like, the more tired you are, the more you are drained just to do everyday things. It's like... You're hungrier the more yeah. tired you are. The change in brain chemicals can lead to depression. Mm-hmm. It's... Sleep death is a serious fucking thing. <laughs> it is a serious thing. It also contributes... Yeah, so it contributes to high blood pressure. Yep. Um, diabetes. Yep. Because, again... Probably you're more inclined to overeat. Probably you're more inclined to crave like sugary, quick energy. Foods. Yeah, quick energy. And you're tired, so, so again, less activity. If you don't do enough activity and you overeat and overindulge on sugary foods and drinks, uh, that's a recipe for developing type two diabetes. Yeah. There was a 2001 study done at the Chicago Medical Institute and a 2007 study at Harvard Medical School and University of California at Berkeley that pointed to sleep deprivation as being linked to mental illness, as well as the 2001 study, heart disease. The 2007 study used MRI scans on a sleep-deprived subject that showed that the brain couldn't put emotional things into the proper perspective 
and couldn't make a suitable response to it. So the littlest things were the biggest fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And like vice versa, a big thing elicits a blase response. Well, do you remember how angry I got at you over the exclamation point? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> I was super tired. <laughs> Like, fuck you and your fucking exclamation point. Whoa. Like, do you always have to be so fucking, like, ooh, so fucking excited. Yeah, I'm going to exclamation, you know, put an exclamation point at the end of every fucking sentence that I text you. I'm going to start doing it the Spanish way and put one at the beginning. <laughs> but it's upside down. Just a, a lowercase <laughs> i. <laughs> there you go. That doesn't count. You have to find the Spanish <laughs> exclamation point. I'm pretty it's, sure if you just hold it, down on the exclamation point. I know. Point, it's so yeah. easy now. Can you uh, Not remember like, a time where that like that didn't happen? What yet? a fucking world we live in. I know. It what was a time like, to be alive. I know. What a time to be alive. I mean, certainly not when he had typewriter. Even when he had like a like a PC. Alt plus zero one four two eight nine. Right. Or and whatever. Like, where do you even find that? That's not just in the regular drop down menu. Oh, no. You got to go to some advanced setting menu that you'd have to like click into character four different. Map. Four yeah. windows or so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be at least four windows in before you can find that one. And then you'll probably hit the wrong one. And you'll it'll be a weird yeah. smiley face mm-hmm. or you'll accidentally like hack into the <laughs> Pentagon like, or something. God fucking damn it. And now it's just like, oh, let me hold down my touch screen here until like the right obscure you know different language symbol or letter or whatever comes up got simplified chinese in that motherfucker oh my god i actually don't know if it does or not i, I would imagine <laughs> I, so. I totally believed you for something like jesus i'll really? bet you there's a way you could do it well i mean they have google translate fucking a i mean oh my gosh this is a great time to be alive <laughs> so what a, what a world <laughs> we live in <laughs> still not getting enough fucking sleep though no. I think if anything, it's actually like our, all our FaceTime and screen time that we do. Um, it fucks up our sleep patterns, actually. They say that. It's like the blue light or something from the LED screens makes it so that it disrupts our something or other. Makes mm-hmm. it hard for us to sleep. Yeah, we're and- all going to get so sleep deprived that we're all going to end up being really fucking crazy. I, th- I feel like this is like an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Because I think that's like a, a general theme amongst Black Mirror, isn't it? You know, computers are bad. Computers are bad. Technology is bad. Some of yeah, I'd say for for yeah for quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, s- sleep disorders are medical issues that interrupt the sleeping patterns of things that sleep. Okay. There are three classifications of sleep disorders. Dysmonias are when it's hard to stay asleep, get to sleep, or being frequently sleepy. So like narcolepsy insomnia are examples of that mm-hmm. i have insomnia i have narcolepsy i swear to god i do uh there's parasomnias that's when a person has fucked up dreams or abnormal movements that keeps them awake so like sleepwalking night sleep terrors paralysis. sleep paralysis restless yes. leg syndrome i think is one i have terrible restless leg syndrome too i've had sleep paralysis i do have fucked up nightmares i had one about sharks it's Shark Week, too, I believe. <laughs> How very appropriate. Oh, like Shark Week on TV? Yeah. 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 I was going to be like, oh, you're having your period, too? That's great. Oh, no, not that kind of Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe a bit. <laughs> and then there's circadian rhythm sleep disorders, which is where a person doesn't sleep and wake at normal times, which I don't know if that's actually a disorder. It's just that 
it doesn't fit in with normal society. Okay, well, I also have, I have like all these things. <laughs> it's like reading a WebMD or something. <laughs> it is, it is. It's, I, I'm, I'm going to like, you need to send me a copy of your notes so that I can put them and take them to my doctor because. Be like, all of this stuff. Like all of this right here. And I just can already see like how pleased he's going to be over it. Like, thanks. I don't even need to have to do anything anymore. Right. Like, thank you, Joanna, for figuring out everything that is wrong with you. <laughs> um, but with the circadian yeah. rhythm sleep disorder, it's like <laughs> not really a disorder because. It's just the lifestyle. It's just some, the way you are wired. I will yeah, tell you, I, I am mean, a night person. I mean, you sleep for like two or three hours and wake up for several hours and have another couple hour nap or like a half hour here and there. And for some people ideal or they'll go to bed and they'll wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to get back to sleep so they'll just read or whatever you know don't want to turn on tv because you don't want because that's just going to fuck your shit up so just read until you're tired after a couple hours and then go and sleep for the rest of your shift well my thing is that i'm more like just like late to bed late to rise like i think some people are just naturally nighty owls and that doesn't always fit into like oh hey you need to like get up for school and get up for work oh yeah and my kids are like naturally like that too no matter how much you try and like alter that no matter how early i'm forced to get up i still usually can't go to sleep before a certain time which would be a time where i'm getting less sleep than i should ideally be getting for what time i have to go to bed and then on the weekend, it's the same. I still want to go to bed at the same time, except then I get some extra hours of sleep. I, I've, on Saturday, I went to sleep at like one thirty or 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then at 6 o'clock to 6.30, I woke up. I laid there for a while and couldn't back, get back to sleep. And so I smoked a bowl. And then I turned on uh, the uh, what podcast. Is that, what is that? The uh, AS... AMRS? No, wait, no. A- ASMR. ASMR. There you go. Uh, an ASMR podcast, and it just had some um, waves going. Mm-hmm. And so that, it was, that was a 25-minute long episode or so. So then I laid in bed. Every time it would stop, I would start it again till about 9.30 when I decided to finally just get out of bed. <laughs> it was the worst. It sounds like the worst. And that was on a fucking a Saturday night, Sunday. I didn't have shit to do. Right. It wasn't too hot. So, you like know. the settings were ideal yeah. for sleep. And that happens frequently. Yeah. Mine is that I literally, I, I tend to stay up late. Like I'm tired all day, but then when it's like more around bedtime, I tend to have more energy. Like I right. have like a, a sudden burst of energy and want to get like, like two things done maybe because I've been having to fucking lay down ever since I got home from work. So I'm so fucking tired. But then I fall asleep and then I literally wake up like every three hours or so. And I can fall back asleep pretty easily. I usually don't wake up and have trouble going back to sleep. It's just more like I wake up. It's like, oh, now it's 3.30. Go back to sleep right away. Then I wake up again and it's like, oh, it's like 4.45. And I go back to sleep and then wake up. And it's like, oh, now it's like 6 o'clock. And by the time it gets to actual time that I have to, like, wake up and stay awake and not go back to sleep, I am, like, so goddamn tired. I can hardly get out of bed. It's the worst. It is. It's because not fun at all. you're just getting a sleep cycle that's interrupted. But I'm too freaked out to, like, take something that'll just make me, like, not wake up. Right. 
Because you got to wake up. Because you got to wake up, and it <laughs> freaks me. I mean, I have the whole thing with fire. Yeah, and those kids. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I already get freaked out by being asleep and not being able to be in control of things and knowing what's going on around me. So, And that could be why it's hard for you to sleep. Anxiety is a reason that people have problems sleeping. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. I think also physically there's something going on, which I mean probably would be beneficial if I could just take something that would like force me to fucking sleep and stay asleep. But yeah. I'm way too afraid. Again, to back do to it. the anxiety. Back to the anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Back to the vicious cycle that goes on with I think a lot of us out there. Well, that may make you someone who would be harder to be interrogated because you're used to not sleeping. Because <laughs> as far like, as I, I can have tell, three kids, I'm like my two daughters didn't sleep through the night for like six fucking years. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> See, as far Try as I can tell, motherfucker. it is not illegal to use sleep deprivation as a form of interrogation. It's not illegal. Not illegal. As of 2014, it was not considered torture under U.S. law. According to The Guardian, the U.S. government is allowed to keep detainees awake for up to 20 hours at a time. And our government is not the only government that has used sleep depth as an interrogation tool. Uh, UK, Russia, uh, Israel, I believe, also is pretty well known for using that as a technique, you know, to get people to talk. Yeah, I can. I mean, it's it's better than other ways of torturing people in my true opinion. i mean like there's a lot worse things that you can do to a person yeah definitely. If it was just every time i started not off somebody like throws some cold water on me like wake back up joanna it's like okay fine all right enough with the cold water you fucker god still not a lot of fun and after a long after weeks and weeks and weeks of no i i don't imagine it to be a lot of fun i'm, no. I'm just saying as far as being tortured better than like getting like impaled yes Exactly. Impaled, burned, uh, anything wrapped. that happened. Yeah, anything that happened to any witches. Yes, that. I mean, you're 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 just gonna keep like rousting me out of sleep. Like, oh, and hey, I mean, all, up to twenty hours. That still means I get like four hours of sleep. You get four hours of sleep. I mean, that's basically like what I end up with, like cumulatively, anyway. So. <laughs> It's just you're in Guantanamo Bay instead of, like, exactly, your house. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not getting, like, those, like, every once in a while where I might get, like, six 24 or seven. 24 hours. <laughs> I don't ever get 24 hours. But it's basically just a consistent four hours, not, like, four hours, three days out of the week. And then maybe the other days, like, six, seven, five, six. Right. It's just consistently every day, four hours of sleep. And the rest is just like, hey, wake up. Hey, you. Did I say you could go to sleep? And be like, oh, sorry. I'll wait for my four no, hours. No, you did not. Wait. Wait till whenever it is. keep my eyes open. And I'm sure they're doing other things to keep your eyes open. I'm sure they're not just letting you chill out. I mean, they're interrogating you. You're probably listening well, to, like, get it. I mean, Blister I'm... in the Sun over and over again at extremely high volumes. Hey, now that's, like, exposure. That's, or cannonball. I think, I think that would be considered torture. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that you're not allowed to do that anymore after. I think that was something that got stopped after uh, Bush was in office. Second Bush. Well, you think you stay up for a long time. Do I think I stay up for a long time? I think I do. But I bet you're going to tell me about someone who stayed up for longer. Yes. Perhaps. Maureen Weston of Petersborough, Cambridgeshire. I'm pretty sure that's in England. In April of 1977, she stayed awake for 18 days and 17 hours. You know what? And she didn't like eat herself? 
she did not eat herself. She was in a <laughs> rocking chair marathon. And she holds the record, according to Guinness World Records book. A rocking chair marathon. Yep. Who can does rock in- the longest? Really? So yes. I was like, does this actually involve a rocking chair? Or is this like a metaphor? No, this is like not. No, sleep, no, this is the 70s. No sleep contest. No, this okay. is the 70s. There was no metaphors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she rock. That seems like that would be extra hard. Yeah. When because she, I feel like I would get tired all that rocking. Like, that's kind of the point of the rocking chair. But you're sitting, so, you to, know, you're like... Right, but, you know, you lull yourself to sleep. It's really hard to stay awake and rock. Not for Maureen. Apparently not. Like, I think it was fixed. I mean, Maybe. I, I think she used drugs. Maybe. She was uh, clearly using the sleep I don't gas. Think... The, the experimental Russian, or not the sleep gas, the, the fucking meth gas. Just methamphetamines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Guinness World Records, I don't think they actually, like, test your piss, see if you're on performance-enhancing drugs or not. I don't know. They probably didn't way back then. Probably not. They were not. probably more trustworthy. Yeah. It now was, that it was... was a more innocent time. <laughs> <laughs> that was according to the Guinness World Record book. I loved the Guinness World Record book when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, dude. Every time one came out, all of the kids loved it. I remember sitting around with their friends like, oh, man, world's longest, blah, blah, blah. And then when you had to go to, like, library time at school. Yeah. And it's like you and your friends all gather around and, like, read stuff out of the Guinness book. Or you'd go and and find all the the National Geographics with, like, the naked tribeswomen. Right. Yeah. Like, man, that was the first time I saw boobs. Well, besides, of course, as a child breastfeeding. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, that was, according to the Guinness World Record book, scientifically speaking, so like under lab conditions, a Rudy Gardner stayed awake without stimulants for 11 days, 25 minutes. That was in 1964. How the fuck do you even do that? I don't know. <laughs> the previous record was held by Tom Rounds, who is a Honolulu DJ. He, he lost by 4.4 hours. Wow. So still a long fucking time. Yeah, 11 days without sleeping with no... Drugs. Drugs. Yeah, no drugs. I don't no, know if the Honolulu no, DJ did it or no not. No meth, no methamphetamines. No nothing, no nothing. You just maybe, I don't know no if it includes... No modafinil, no I don't know if it includes coffee or not. I'm imagining they mean like real drugs and not yeah, caffeine. Yeah, because I feel, I mean, only Mormons like consider that to be like a hardcore drug. Yeah. For everyone else, caffeine is basically a given and I can't see how you would do it without any caffeine. I mean, no-dos are basically just caffeine pills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not amphetamines. It's so disappointing. Like, why can't they just sell those over the fucking counter? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, Joanna. <laughs> Soon enough. First, first, let's just work with weed getting legal. And then let's go for, you know, cocaine and amphetamines. Right. <laughs> one, Can you one please at a time. add the Coke back to Coke? That's all I'm asking. That's all anyone's really asking. Right. You know, I would have to drink so much less. It would be a healthier America because I think... People would probably only drink like one can at the most in a day instead of like several. I, mean, I don't know. Be- I feel like some people may drink a lot more. <laughs> you think? Because they enjoy it so much, they'll just have to keep doing more and more and more. I know. Weird. That doesn't sound like cocaine at all. Or they'll build up a tolerance to it, perhaps. Yeah, that doesn't sound like cocaine at all. So it takes like all, more yeah. and more and more to like feel the effects. Someone just walking down the street slugging out of a two liter. But that's how you sell it is that you only need one a day. At first. The, I'm talking about from a marketing angle. Right, okay? totally. You only let people know that they need the one a day. You don't tell them that they're going to need more and more and more. <laughs> you're you, going to need a bigger and bigger one every day. Your selling point is that you're going to be drinking less Coke right. and consuming less sugar and getting less fat. 
Because not only are you going to get that great caffeine, you're also going to get a dose of cocaine to help get you through your fucking day. <laughs> K-cups <laughs> with cocaine in them. Right? Exactly. But, of course, it's going to work because, no, you're not going to go down from selling the average person, like, you know, three, four, consuming three or four a day. It's actually going to increase. It's going to, like, double that. Because people will get addicted to the Coke, and then they'll just buy more and more and more. And, you know, everyone probably dies eventually, but... Everyone definitely dies eventually. So with, you know, like, a lot of, like, happy energy. And... That'll be very numb. <laughs> the human brain just really likes to fucking destroy itself. Yes. Yes, it does. Which kind of sucks. I think it sucks how much your brain loves it when you kill it slowly. Yes. How much pleasure it, like, gives you when you're doing things that are actually, like, Fucking awful for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of fucked up about our brain. It's like, why does it like it so much? Even our brains are rebelling against humankind. They're like, (laughs) you know what? What the fuck? Here, like these. I shouldn't exist. (laughs) Like these cigarettes. Like these booze. Here, you know what's great? Cocaine and heroin. Yeah. And then lots and lots of food. Lots mm-hmm. and lots of food that'll clog your arteries and give you diabetes from the sugar content. Like, that all tastes super good, and you want to just keep eating and eating and eating it. Yeah. Fuck your brain. <laughs> You're a dick. Do you have anything more you'd like to say about sleep deprivation? That's about all I got on sleep deprivation. I was, you know, doing... I would have had more research, but I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, well, I didn't really fall asleep, but I just been too tired right right <laughs> goddamn sleep dep god damn it all and if you want to go check out the creepy pasta story and and get the we we went over it we gave you like the, the the it was a brief synopsis it was a synopsis yeah yeah it, it's a good story to read it doesn't take much longer than it took us to to, to tell you but it's it's good it's worth a read it's definitely fucking creepy yeah. creepy as fuck yeah. and while the story isn't true i'm not it's still a creepy story it is still a creepy story and i'm sure there's still some really fucked up things that um there is some evidence of happening and probably some that there isn't any evidence of happening yes so take care and stay strange everyone we'll talk to you next time do you enjoy the stranger than podcast please let us know rate and comment on itunes check out and like our facebook page Facebook.com slash Stranger Than Podcast, our Twitter at underscore Stranger Than, or drop us an email, Stranger Than Podcast at gmail.com. That's Stranger Than Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, feel free to email us any strange, mysterious, or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.